It's been a while since I've dropped an episode and I've just been really present living life and going through some transitional periods of my life as it seems I always am um getting deeper into higher wisdom and uh tools to use spiritually so I've been you know in study mode and in student mode most importantly but let's get right into the topic so yeah the 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 topic is transmuting addiction to marijuana and it's such a touchy thing to talk about with people, especially in the melanated community, because everyone just needs their weed, right? Everyone just needs to smoke, you know, and those are spells. That is not the actual truth, but it is a spell that I feel a lot of our people are under and high beneath when it comes to healing because they attribute it to a form of healing, although... It's very damaging when you do things repetitively, just like how you can tap in with alcohol if you were to really, you know, channel some things with spirits. Although I would not be, I don't drink, but I definitely wouldn't be fucking with spirits at this point in time that I have not personally worked with, you know, and created that spirit on my own. Not saying created the spirit, but created that bottle, those spirits, and encapsulated that energy myself and, and understood where, you know, the plants were coming from and all these things and the energy of those plants and the land and everything. You know, I would not work with that if I didn't understand the whole process. As an alchemist, we have to understand the whole of things in its entirety. So with that being said, I know a lot of people say that smoking allows them to tap into these higher realms and things of, of that nature. And you can definitely communicate with spirits, you know, um, under the influence of of smoking marijuana or drinking but like I said to know where your source is coming from in its entirety is important and also maybe just to know some facts as well that's what I wanted to bring to the discussion um and it's already been brought to the discussion before but I wanted to bring that to my platform and let you guys know my thoughts on how to transmute smoking weed and also how to transmute um having an addiction to marijuana because there's a debate even on that whether people are addicted to marijuana or not and it's it's definitely an addiction because you you know you see people not being able to let it go even for a day or or a week or in a few hours, like, or when they get off of work, like, it's a, it's a problem, it's problematic, so let's get into it, um, I've been on my nerdy shit, and I'm, I'm always on my nerdy shit anyway, but I've been on my nerdy shit, and I've been reading a lot on anatomy, and understanding how 
the different things we do affect our nervous system. I am a lover of health and wellness, and that's honestly what got me into my journey of working with herbs and my ancestors was the nervous system and was from the deep transformational period of mine going through um, inner child work and things as such, but let's stay on topic. Because <laughs> um, this is a big, a big one, honestly, it's huge. If you hear some shuffling, it's because I am going through uh, I'm going through this human body book that I have and trying to pull up some facts as well because we need we need the facts. Sixty. We need the facts and. Yeah. I just want to give you guys some nerdy shit from the book, but also my perspective. So let's keep it moving. So there is a scientific proof of killing the plant while burning it. And and when I say that, I mean across the board when it comes to even the, the things that we do in the kitchen. Like when we cook and apply heat to these vegetables, we are killing the properties and the values and the magic in the plant that it gives us from its rawest form. So just to simplify it down to that, um, we have to understand that when you're smoking weed, you are not like honoring the liberty of the plant. You're not honoring the magical properties that it has. And the the most the best way to honor marijuana, in my perspective, is to grow it, give it to the earth, you know, give give everything back to the earth, but grow your own, give it to your ancestors, um, use it medicinally, and be in a be of knowledge and wisdom with how to take care of the plant and how to utilize the plant because we are here to exchange with these plants. But like I said, um, burning it is killing it. So, you know, if you claim to be, you know, a Rasta or like someone that honors liberty, honors life, someone that is quote-unquote holistic. And I'm calling myself out because I had, um, I've, I've been smoking weed on and off since college. And just the past few months, I haven't been smoking weed. And it's going to be three or four months um, coming up in January. And I'm proud of myself. Um, and this is not the longest I've gone, but 
this is the longest I've gone with intention and without feeling that itch and that need to smoke. Now, breaking a habit takes longer than it does to catch one. Breaking a habit takes longer than it does to catch a habit. And that might not be, they might not say that in the scientific proof or whatever, but that's just my intuition and that's how I feel about it. It takes a much longer time to break something than it does to make it. Because, you know, it, it, it really just depends on how long you've had that relationship with the plant. How long you've been cultivating that relationship with the plant through smoking and not really understanding and honoring yourself your body, but also not honoring and understanding earth and how it's an abuse when you are continuously uh, putting fire to it. Um, that's just the truth. You know, when, when you're burning a plant, you're not honoring its life. And I also want to say there are no true healing powers of the plant once it is burned. And I think I said, I, I think I said that before. Because um, people say like, you know, this is healing, this is therapeutic and all these things. It's not true real therapy. It's more so um, placebo effect on the mind that, you know, <laughs> once you start to tell yourself that this is what it is, that is probably what you feel like it's doing for you. You feel like it's healing you. And there's only so much you could do with mental placebo, you know, trials that will sustain you until it just doesn't because your body knows. And also your body keeps the score. So shout out to this great book, called uh, The Body Keeps the Score. And I forget who the author is, but that's an amazing book to read, especially on emotional healing and things as such. Uh, I started reading that earlier this year, probably like January, February of 2022. Um, and yeah, your body definitely keeps the score of when you're smoking weed because it's affecting your lungs, it's affecting your brain, it's affecting your nervous system, it's affecting your gut most likely because of the microbiome that's being affected with you smoking weed and also with how you treat your body after you smoke it. Like, what do you do? Do you eat a bunch of junk food? Do you, you know, it's also affecting your body clock. And I want to get into that as well. Let's see. Let's see where you are. Because I will pull you up here to show the people. Mm. Yep, okay, let's see. Body clock. This book is great. <laughs> And I wanted to include some little nerdy stuff, like I said. Okay, so. Let's 
The body has built-in rhythms of activity. People in experimental timeless surroundings of constant light, temperature, food, availability, and other conditions still tend to sleep, wake, eat, become alert, and move about in a roughly 24-hour cycle. A small part of the brain known as the suprachiasmatic nucleus, suprachiasmatic nucleus, I think that's how you say it, or chiasmatic, but I'm pretty sure it's suprachiasmatic nucleus located just above the place where the visual or optic nerves meet is the body clock. It is continually adjusted by external cues such as light levels and temperature fluctuations and our mental acknowledgement of clock times. In turn, it feeds information to many brain parts that deal with cyclical activities such as hormone release, tissue repair, body temperature control, urine production, and digestive matters. In this way, the natural rhythms of the body are coordinated. So the suprachiasmatic nucleus, right? This is what your body clock is called within your nervous system. And it's being affected by you smoking because that's affecting your hormone release, for one. And it's also affecting your body temperature control because you are smoking. You know, you are basically burning your lungs to a, in a sense. You are, well, actually, yes, you are burning your lungs in a sense because you're putting fire to the plant which in turn creates air like a like a fume like fumes in your lungs so that's affecting your body clock and therefore probably affecting how and when you sense when it's time to wake up which is why you know which is why a lot of people knock out when they smoke is because your body clock's being activated in a way or deactivated when you're smoking because it's being affected in a different way. Because I'm pretty sure no one smokes like 24 hours a day. So your body becomes, you know, tiresome. Now, there's some cases in which people smoke so much to the point where their suprachiasmatic nucleus probably has a less grade of efficiency when it comes to sensory levels and your senses may be a little off and you might not fall asleep like you want to like and you could even be smoking you know the strongest of strong and this is why in the case of people smoking so much to the point where they don't even feel much anymore is because your body has become accustomed to that feeling. And I just wanted to, you know, bring focus of it in a scientific um, aspect because getting to know our body and getting to know our nervous system and all the many nerves that we have in our body is so important because we'll understand 
why we are the way we are. And I feel like getting back to the roots of things is very important. Um, especially when it comes to dealing with our health. I am a North Node in Virgo in the fourth house. So that's completely that sentence that I just said right there. But anyways, let's get back on point. Um, a lot of people are addicted to the simulation that uh, smoking weed provides. They're not really addicted to being... Well, let's not even say addicted, because let's just take that fucking word out of the equation. People are not happy with themselves. They are not feeling stimulated naturally. And like I brought up the suprachiasmatic nucleus in the nervous system, your nervous system has has to deal with um, stimulation and how your nerves are being stimulated in a way it can break those things down for us um, to understand that more. But my point in pointing that out was because when you feel the need to become more, <coughs> excuse me, when you feel the need to become more simulated, it's, it's problematic. It's definitely problematic because we're so stimulating within ourselves naturally, you know, and we, we do come from a, a society or have lived in a society that is very overstimulation proof when it comes to Instagram, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, seeing all these images just being like spat out um on a daily it's like really understanding that the algorithm is here to think for you and that affects the way people have a relationship with plants because you're feeling like you you know want to like you need this thing just like on instagram how you see something you feel like you need it it's the same with the repetitive nature of smoking weed all the time. And I just really want to dial in on that connection between social media and smoking weed because it's it's almost like, you know, a lot of people say you, you can't not have social media, especially if you have a business. You can't not have social media. It's just like with Smokers saying, you know, if I have a job, I can't not have a blunt. I can't not have a joint. We need to understand and understand how to transmute energies within us so we can ascend higher and so we can become as light as possible. Um, and I feel like a lot of people need to hear this message as far as being addicted to marijuana, because it's time. It's time to put it down. It's been time. There's no judgment, you know, and if you are on your journey of taking a break from smoking or if you're just done smoking, period, that's great, too. You know, that's excellent. 
actually. Um, because we need to do some true healing. We need to tend to our bodies and we need to tend to the selves. Um, to the cells, <laughs> cells. We need to tend to the cells and we need to tend to ourselves and be aware of ourselves. You know, I also wrote down in my notes, I said, addiction to marijuana is crackhead culture and American culture equals crackhead culture, fiend culture, and you're always wanting more. It's never enough. And that's kind of the energy I get from people that smoke weed a lot you know, and that smoke the best weed and I have to have this strain and I got to have that good, good. And da, 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 da. It's the same way they treat a lot of men that act like this. It's the same way they treat their women. I got to have the best of the best. And you should want the best for yourself. But let's understand what the best for ourselves really is versus what we tricked our minds for it to be. You know, um, what what looks good is not always good for you. I know you've heard that before. Um, and what glitters is not always gold. Um, not saying that marijuana is not the best thing. Like a mar marijuana plant is amazing. It gives off so many different aromas. It's naturally like super potent in itself magically. And has so many healing powers but if we really want to utilize those healing powers we have to transmute our energy to doing breath work instead of puffing the weed how about you puff on the trees <laughs> how about you that's funny how about you on the trees the actual trees outside, not the, not the, not the plant. We're not talking about the other plants. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about the red oak tree. We're talking about the white, the white oak tree. We're talking about the fucking pine tree outside. We're talking about the elm tree. We're talking about those trees. I'm talking about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's get more into breath work to transmute addiction to marijuana because when you really break it down even more there are studies that show that people that smoke are just missing that nurturing feeling from their mother's nipple because now hear me out and don't hear me out okay and do your own fucking research too but when you <laughs> If you just, like, put the blunt to your mouth, like, like you know, you know how you make a blunt with your hands, right? Your fingers? If you put it to your mouth, it's literally, like, think about sucking a, a nipple. It's that same energy. And a lot of people that did not have that nurturing breast care, I mean, breastfed journey with their mothers have addiction to smoking weed there's a link it's always a link um and even if you were breastfed maybe that's something that you feel like you're missing you know it's always a link to the womb in some way when it comes to um life because all life comes from the woman comes from the womb we even come out of the the universal womb which is the the cosmos we come out of the womb 
in each and every way. So understand that it's deeper than just wanting to smoke. It's deeper than just times are hard. It's deeper than just life is hard. I need a relaxation. It's because you want nurturing. So understand your nervous system and get to know your nervous system a little bit better so you can understand how to heal how to give yourself that nurturing energy that you need maybe you need to go outside and do some breath work maybe you need to go for a walk maybe you need to nurture yourself in a way that you know how you need to do that and if you don't know how to how you should do that um get to know yourself more you know as we will have so much time although we don't have that much time on earth <laughs> um you you have so much time right now so i just wanted to make this episode it's been a while this one's a long one <laughs> um i truly appreciate you for tuning in um if you have not, please go and check out my YouTube video that I dropped latest, which was um, part three of my Christ Consciousness series. I'm super, you know, excited about it. Didn't get that many views on the last one, but that's okay, you know, because I have not really been promoting it like that. I only, I only really promote myself like one time and then it's it. But anyways, it's called Part 3, Signs of Ma'at Taking Place on the Planet. It's on YouTube under Natty Gal, N-A-T-T-Y-G-A-L. It's a space in between Natty Gal, Natty Gal. And um, also check out my other videos. I have a video on transmuting succubus energy. I have a video on Part 2, which is Nemesis and the Second Coming. I have a video right before that, which is the truth about our son's twin, quote-unquote, nemesis, which is explaining the part two video. And I have a part one, return of Christ, true meaning of Christ, seven signs of the second Christ. And I have more and more and more videos for you to watch if you'd like to um, tune in that way. And yeah, thank you for tapping in. I will be a little bit more present on, you know, um, uploading things and, uh, just with, with my Alchemy with Asia and also with my other projects that I have that I'm working on. So yes, stay tuned. And also if you would like to purchase last thing <laughs> if you'd like to purchase some shampoo for me and you haven't been able to catch my website because everything's we're shut down right now um currently in production right now so um you if you are local in atlanta please go check out royal health world um put it in your google maps it's on boulevard and there are my products <laughs> available on the shelf. Um, so, yeah, thank you for supporting me. And I'm going to end it now because I'm not that great with endings. <laughs>